Hello and welcome to the Seeds Podcast, your pocket coach for bite-sized transformational shifts. I'm DJ. And I'm Tang Tang. Together, we are your hosts and coaches. One of the reasons why we start the Seeds Podcast is the question that both DJ and I asked. What does the world need now? And the answers that we both got is uh, conscious living. Mm-hmm. Why conscious living, TJ? Um, I feel that conscious living is really at the heart of health, balance, and well-being. And I think all of us really need that now. So for me, individually, if we take responsibility for how we spend our time, um, the ideas we think about, the actions and choices we make, and even the words we speak, uh, all of these things have an impact on our health and well-being. And so... I thought, wow, and imagine the collective impact of that or the ripple effect if every individual took responsibility for living consciously. Mm, taking responsibility mm-hmm. for your actions. Yes. Um, yeah, and I think uh, with the speed and complexity that's presented to us right now, um, often we may react mm. rather than respond. Yes. Right. And um, and if we are not conscious, we can be easily shaken mm. by the stress and pressure that's presented to us, and mm. and we we may make unwise decisions. So for me, it's really about uh, cultivating a way of life, a way of living, to be less automatic mm. in our reactions, um, and to be able to uh, build our responsibility, mm. and not just reacting to external events. And if we can do that, you know, can you imagine collectively, yes. um, we will be more um, like a thoughtful yes. and being more mindful of how our actions are on others. Yes. And I think, as you said, collectively, we're really building a more sustainable, peaceful and healthy future uh, for, for everyone in the world, not just ourselves. Yeah. So I think that's why really conscious living is something that the world truly needs today. Um, I've, I've been thinking of what it means because it seems like, like such a big concept as well. And for me, because I love acronyms, for me, it narrows down to three A's and you mentioned one of them. So for me, conscious living is being aware, awake and alive. So by being aware, I mean really um, tuning into inner listening and deep listening to others. Uh, awake is about being present to every experience, thought, and feeling, and as you said, choosing to respond and not to react automatically. And the last one is about being alive. So that is really being clear about our purpose, being intentional of the impact we want to create, and to a certain degree, balancing that as well with a sense of curiosity and gratitude for mm. what is present. Mm. Right. I have this uh, analogy that I always remember shared by um, John Kabat-Zinn, mm. um, the famous uh, meditation teacher. Um, and he shares, um, you know, our thoughts are like the waterfall, yes. right, cascading uh, continuously. And if we could um, cultivate the ability for us to stand behind the waterfall, mm. watching it, um, hearing the water, but not too overwhelmed by the torrent that it brings, and being able to have this balanced state of mind to examine the issues that we have on hand and make uh, more value and purpose-driven actions mm. um, and our decisions and versus just reacting 
um, to events yes. um, that's happening. Yeah. Um, and also, I think in the last episode, we talked about the black wolves and mm. the white wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, and also being very conscious. Uh, I mean, conscious living is just being very intentional and conscious about which wolf we are feeding. Yes. And, um, and, and for me, it's about really just feeding more of the white wolf. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and how I bring that to my daily life is, you know, just being more thoughtful in my reactions to events. So recently, actually, I have uh, this example of having a WhatsApp exchange mm-hmm. with someone. And uh, I noticed there's this frustration in me as I as I read some of these messages that this person sent. And of course, the initial automatic response is, forget it. Uh, I'm not going to you know, bother with this person. But I think the question is, how would that help the situation? Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, in the end, I decided to call this person and, and it cleared some of this misunderstanding. And I felt a lot better because I realized that I have misjudged some decision or some messages that this person has sent me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and for you, um, is there someone that um, yeah. you know that you can look upon? Yes. Or like a role model for you? Yeah. Uh, actually, surprisingly, it's not um, some big spiritual teacher or guru who taught mm. me about conscious living, but it was about this. Um, it was this uh, a really nice tour guide and driver we met in Bali in 2014, and his name is Dewa, and there were two distinct. Uh, yeah, encounters that made me realize how powerful and simple conscious living can be. Because one, in the middle of traffic, um, everyone around us was honking their horn. And then he just said like, oh, even when people are angry, uh, traffic's still not moving. So he said for him, he chooses to enjoy traffic. So I was shocked by that answer. Mm. And he said he uses the time in traffic to listen to music, connect with his passengers, enjoy the scenery. And not to be, yeah, angered or frustrated by it. And I thought, wow, that's amazing. And the other one was his um, rule of, it's one-third rule. So when we were walking along the rice paddies, we saw a jackfruit tree. And there were a few fruits that were ripe. And we wanted to harvest some. And he said, remember the one-third rule. And I asked him, what does that mean? So he said, take one for humans leave one for the monkeys, and leave one for the gods. And he said that way, nature is allowed to replenish herself, and there's a balance between giving and receiving. I thought that was really beautiful. Yeah, and very thoughtful, right? That just thinking beyond yourself, Yes. right? Um, yeah, and I, I also like that example because uh, it also reminds us that it, conscious living doesn't just happen, you know, to spiritual teachers. Mm-hmm. It is something that we can all practice. And I also believe that we have that ability or the muscles in us to mm. believe that. It's more of how can we unlock that more, right? Yes. Uh, making it more consistent. Yes, and I think that's really a good coaching question to leave our listeners with in this episode. So we'd like to invite everyone to really think of an area in your life that you want to be more conscious in. It can be at work, at home with your kids or in your relationships can be your health or your finances question is how can you be more consistent in being more conscious Mm. and for listeners who are new to mindfulness practice this is something that i've learned from mindfulness um, is to set an alarm in your phone that rings uh, once a day and that rings will remind you to focus on your breathing 
And as you breathe, feel the sensation of each full in-breath and out-breath. And uh, just notice that breath. Uh, and this quote by the meditation teacher, Teach Nahan, says it. Breath is the bridge which connects life to consciousness, which unites your body to your thoughts. And I thought, you know, the greatest gift we have is really our breath. And how can we use it more to save us from our daily stress and anxiety? Okay, so with that, we hope everyone can enjoy the gift of breath and... We see you the next episode. Yes, see you next episode.